Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glickson with my tag team partner, Matt Story, and neither of us would have gone for two that much. Uh, <laughs> Boy, what, there's a lot of, lot of things to talk about from, from that game, a lot of decisions that were made on both sidelines uh, that, that you know, ended up being very vital, obviously. So the Sun Devils go down to Tucson and beat Arizona 41-40, to scoring 20 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. In the fourth. Wow. Um, what a stunner. You know, ASU trailed for all but three minutes of the game, but fortunately it was the three that mattered because it was the <laughs> last right three. <laughs> well, and I, and I think we, uh, you know, since this is about the Arizona game and we may or may not actually have some people listen to this, you know, that, that know us and have Arizona ties, we probably owe it to our few loyal listeners to be honest and say we were both about ready to give up on this one. When it uh, when Arizona scored to go up forty to twenty one, before that I had texted you about the idea that I might leave and go for a movie. You uh, <laughs> when they scored, you texted me, enjoy the movie, only because I was watching uh, Tua put on a show against Auburn. Did I not go? Uh, and I'm glad I didn't because that was pretty awesome. So to break down what happened, uh, to the extent we can. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Arizona got a field goal on their first drive after ASU uh, had to punt to open the game. The U of A opened up 10-0, uh, wound up up 10-7 at the end of the first. Then they scored another 12 in the second quarter. Right. Uh, field goal, touchdown, field goal. And uh, I don't know. The, on the touchdown, they decided to go for two, and they didn't get it. Yep. So it, it, and they did not. Yeah. So instead of so, so instead uh, of it being you know, twenty three to fourteen, it was, it was 22. twenty two to fourteen at the yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you could argue that they got the points back with the safety. Yeah, uh, they did. To start the second half. So then it was. But 20. nonetheless, I mean, you you know, you could play that game all day yeah. long. But this Back is why then, you they don't. Left a point on the board. Yeah. This is why you don't chase points, though. So. Uh, after holding U of A to three and out on their first drive of the second half, ASU got safety uh, with a, with just a you know a poor field of a punt, losing yards, and then, a, then penalty. a penalty, then a, a you know a run back. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. I mean, we we get a three and out, and you feel like you know you should get decent field position, um, and instead we you know start inside our ten, then end up inside our five, then a safety on the first play after that. Um, and then give up a big kick return on the heels of that. And it looks like, you know, the game might be about to get away. But we held to a field goal there again. And, you know, a defense that got gashed to the tune of 500-plus yards did hold to, you know, four field goal attempts, all of which came, I believe, with the ball inside the 25. Um, it was three a, of which inside the 20. So I mean, it's hard to say when you allow 40 points that you played Ben's right. don't break defense, but they did but when in they needed it was. Uh, um, I mean, it could have broken even worse. You know, it, it certainly, you know, it was 27-14 at that point, and, you know, they had kicked four field goals and not an extra point. So do the math. I mean, even if even if a couple of those field goals are touchdowns, you know, it's it's uh, thirty five to fourteen, and and the game is pretty much out of hand, as you would think. ASU ended the third quarter down forty to twenty one. Yeah, got a, got a touchdown. You know, after the the hold to a field goal, yeah. looked like maybe taking some momentum back. We go down and score. Harry has his you know longest catch of the game. And then, you know, it was give up a touchdown, do nothing on offense, touchdown, give up another touchdown. Touchdown, three and out, touchdown. 
that, that, that yeah, be... and, and it felt like, you know, at 27-21, I almost texted you and, uh, and said, you know, boy, we've been outplayed, and yet here we are within one score. And then with what happened right after that, you're thinking, okay, now, this, now the score feels a little bit more right. We've been outplayed, and we're down by three scores. Now, again, they score that first touchdown, and what did they do? They went for two again and didn't get it. And so twice they opted to not just kick the extra point, left two points on the board, and lost by one. Now, you could, you know, play the what-if game. If they get the first one, they wouldn't go for the second one. If they get the, you know, they make the PAT, whatever. Who knows? But nonetheless, you, you know, the inarguable facts are they left two points that they could have basically had easy. Now, in the NFL, it's a little different now. With the yeah. longer extra point, they're not automatic like they used to be. But in college, they essentially are, um, even though, you know, some teams make that not so much the case, like Alabama, who has great players everywhere else, but not a kicker. But that's a different discussion. Um, well, that's because the but, kicker they signed was Brandon Right, Reeves exactly. And, right, yeah. uh, well, that's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean – they left so, points out there. They so could have easily been up, you know, 20 or 21 at that point. Instead, yeah. it was 19. So it's 40 to 21. ASU's driving to end the third. They get down first. Uh, I'm sorry. They got down all the way to the Arizona four. Yeah. Before a false start. And, a and then yeah. an incomplete pass. So Reese kicked a field goal. Makes yeah. it 40 to 24. Which, which I will say, um, I like that call at the time because, you know, you do the math, that puts you within 16. Mm-hmm. It does take it from three to two scores. You feel like you missed an opportunity. You know, you got down inside the five and you, you know, you settled for three points. But it was, it was an example of playing it a bit more conservatively and it was the right call. And there was another example of that later in the fourth um, you know, that, that both proved very vital to take the points that were out there for you. So ASU's defense uh, holds a six-play, 20-yard drive. Arizona bleeds four minutes off the clock, so we are now down, I believe, under nine or just about nine minutes when they punt for a touchback, um, which was a crazy play. uh, Yes, it was. Because uh, Nikhil Harry tried to field it and run it out of the end zone and was not allowed to. Which you can't do, and and thankfully you can't because he would have been tackled look like inside the five um and yeah i mean i know what he was trying to do you know you try to do anything you can in that moment but uh yeah we were lucky there and and that drive got off to a stilted uh beginning and then we we started hitting big plays it was like boom 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 down the field and you know manny runs it in for the touchdown the two-point play was (laughs) crazy Uh, you know (laughs) a weird formation running around we had I think receivers who weren't really eligible, like because Nikhil Harry, I don't think he was an eligible receiver because he didn't go down the field. I noticed, that, you know, even during the scramble, I think he knew he could not cross the line of scrimmage. Yeah. But it worked. You know, we got meanwhile, it. It, it ended with Tommy Hudson standing by himself <laughs> with half the end zone. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, not probably how you draw it up. I would assume when they practiced it, it went better than that. But um, it ended with two points, and we were within eight. And I sarcastically texted you because I felt that way, honestly. That, you know, well, we just gave ourselves a chance to lose by one score again. Because it felt like window dressing. Yeah. My feeling changed on the next drive when we got the interception. That I don't know about you. That was the moment where I thought, 
whoa, we might really have something here. So after the Wilkins score, there's 636 left. We're down eight. Uh, Arizona gets super conservative after a false start penalty. They still run Taylor for three, Taylor for two, setting up a third and ten. And then Tate, you know, had a guy open, didn't see him, and then waited uh, too long. Yeah, Yeah. he threw it between two receivers where the only person there was Crosswell, and and he caught it and took it back down to – Right place, right time, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, And he took it back to the Arizona 22. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think that's his third interception in the last four games, none of which were, were really, I mean, let's be honest, he was, the Utah one, he was badly beaten, and the guy didn't make the catch, and he, you know, um, the Oregon one was a deflection, and then this one was, was really just an overthrow, but, you know, but sometimes you got good luck, and, and he made the play, and he got down the field, too, I mean, what I like is he didn't, he didn't try to run around in circles, he just took it straight down the field, got as many yards as he could, Gave us a chance, and uh, the drive that we had there wasn't great. Um, uh, if no, memory serves, I, a, a I run got for it for three. It was okay. Well, do you want to do this because this is like your photographic memory for plays? Yeah. Well, I first think down, I remember that one first because I was I was ruminating. It was a run for three, then a pass that uh, I texted you. I felt like Harry could have broken the tackle. I mean, obviously, you know, it wasn't his. wasn't like lack of effort, but. It was a pass, I believe, for minus two. Correct. And then, and then an incompletion. Yes. Where where he underthrew. Oh, I think it was Eno. I'm not it sure was if it was Eno. Eno or another. And and maybe if he throws it up to him, I mean, it was way short of the first down, but he had some room. If he could catch the ball, he might have had a chance to get the first down, but mm-hmm. underthrew him. And at that point, you know, this is the decision that I think you know most. Uh, most of the Twitter coaches in the world would have probably said, what are you doing kicking a field goal down by eight? Well, it proved to be the right decision. He kicked it. We got within five, and we ended up getting the ball back like we needed to. And, and you know, it was it was the right choice to, to get the points that were out there. So Arizona, after the field goal by Reese, Arizona puts their hands team on the field. Uh, ASU's got all three timeouts at this point, and they decide to squib kick it. Uh, to yeah. Sean Brown, which probably the right call uh, to not kick it all the way deep because you just don't want to right. give that guy all the momentum in the world. Right. Um, I personally am a big fan of the pop-up kick there that goes to like the 25 because maybe you'll beat their guys down to it, you know? Me too. Me too. Um, yeah, I agree. But Brown returned it to the 27. Uh, the first pass was a loss of three. Uh, right. But – you know, ASU calls a timeout. Screen pass, them. I think. Yeah. They, which, which had great contain and, and a number of times on their next drive, uh, good contain by the defensive linemen and linebackers. The guys who were rushing, they didn't. Now there was one play where they they lost that, but most of the time they did a good job of putting pressure without being reckless and letting him run away, which is what he does really well. ASU took their first time out there with three nineteen to go. Um, and then the the turning point of the game, the really, game. Uh, a yeah. muffed, botched handoff between uh, yeah. Tate and Taylor, uh, where the ball immediately came out. Tyler Johnson fell on it yeah. uh, at yeah. the twenty-two yard line again, and it was ASU ball. And, and a good job to just fall on it. So many times in those situations, guys try to get the you know pick it up and run for the touchdown. Fall the ball. Fall the moment was harsh. It happened to U of A in the first half. There was yes, it did. Eno fumbled yes, it did. And after a gutty run, but got straight. Yeah. 
and their guy tried to go for the scoop and wound up flipping the ball right to Manny Williams, who then also dropped it. Who also fumbled in, and then your boy Kyle Williams, who had actually one of his better games. Uh, But, you know, I I was... uh, not not making fun of you, but more so making fun of the fact that we've we've waited for him all year to be involved. Well, there you go. He, he you know he was involved, yeah. not in the way you'd expect, but uh, he recovers that fumble and keeps alive our our crazy streak of you know I guess whatever number of snaps or plays that we haven't had a running back lose a fumble. I think all season going back to last year. By all rights, that should have ended today, but it should have ended a few other times this year. Washington, I know there were a couple. Traylon Smith, uh, the, the departed Traylon Smith, had a fumble that they should have recovered. So it's been a weird streak, but somehow kept it alive. And, and yeah, that was a perfect example. Uh, you know, that could have been points for them too. I mean, this, this game we played the first three quarters. You know, it just felt like we were walking on a tightrope, and there were many times the tightrope was being shaken, and we were just about to tumble off. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, we were running along the tightrope, you know, like it was no sweat. ASU's got the ball. First and 10 from the 22-yard line. Three, I believe, 308 to go, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just above three, yeah. And Eno Benjamin had, at that point, 20 carries for 58 yards, and he broke off his one big run of the day. <laughs> 22 yep, yep. yards to the end zone, well blocked on the outside by Nikhil Harry, who had yeah. a game that we should talk about. Not his best game, but w- was no. there in a couple moments when he was needed. Uh, yeah. And ASU kicks the ex- – or I'm sorry, misses the two-point. Misses the two. After kick- yeah. But after kicking the field goal, they're up one. Right, right. And in that case, you clearly go over two. Oh, I mean, yeah. That is not a – that's not a judgment call. If you kick the extra point there, you're, you know, you're brain dead. Uh, I mean, you know, three, you know, three point lead with uh, three minutes to go is a whole lot better than two or one. Um, and certainly, uh, you know, I, I thought it was going to come in and play a, a big role because, I mean, I felt like they were going to be able to get down the field and have a field goal attempt at least. And they did, um, you know, and so I really wanted that two point conversion, but it didn't end up mattering. ASU's defense then uh, continued its bend but don't break attitude. Uh, They they get to third and 10, allow a 14-yard completion. They get to third and 10, they allow an 11-yard completion. They get to third and two, they allow a four-yard completion. Yeah, three straight third down conversions and – and it was the third, and it was then the fourth third down where I believe they just ran the ball, yeah. set up the field goal, right? It was third Which, and ten on the ASU thirty-one, and the Wildcats gave the ball to JJ Taylor, who picked up four. Yeah. Uh, ASU then waited an inordinate amount of time to call timeout with seventeen seconds instead of with twenty-eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, enough I enough time passed was, that you and I could both text each other. They should call a timeout. <laughs> we did. We did. Yes. And at the same time, so we weren't, we knew we weren't, you know, copycatting the other because, yeah, yours came through as I hit send on mine. Um, yeah. I, I honestly think that they were surprised, as I was, at what Arizona did there. I mean, you know, it wasn't an easy field goal by any means. I mean, they were barely inside the 30. In fact, the you know, the play was at the 31. They got inside the 30 with the run. Um, I would have expected them to be more aggressive on that third down. And, and you know, I, I think obviously when you lose a game like this, they'll be second-guessing no matter what. I think that's a reasonable second-guess along with, of course, the extra points like we talked about. Uh, you know, why don't you get a little more aggressive and try to get a first down there? I felt like that was a little bit of a give-up play. 
to set up a you know 45 yard field goal, which is not easy. Yeah, and, and you know U of A. Josh Pollock had hit a 46 yarder this season, but they actually have a different kicker who is the right. deep kicker uh, right. who they've gone away from because him. he's had a questionable. You know, I think they right. said on TV he was six of 11 this year. Right, um, yeah. But they go to Pollock. I mean, the kid was good until then, you know. But, yeah, I mean, it was a longer kick than what he had. It, uh, the second field goal, I believe, of the game, you know, was not overly convincing. He barely snuck it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, you know, as soon as he came out, I thought, all right, you know what, I'm gonna take, I'll am gonna i take my chances with this because it's a 45-yard kick. If he makes it, he makes it. You know, you give him credit, and, and we still have a chance for a return or something. Um, but I... I was okay with, let's say this, I mean, sort of, sort of in the vein, I, I read, you know, recently, I can't remember what game it was, but I was reading where the opposing coach said something like, you know, I was happy with the decision they made. I was happy with the decision Arizona made to just run the ball there and try the field goal. And whenever, uh, you know, your opposite is happy with the decision you made, it might not have been a good decision. Pollock, of course, wound up pushing it, uh, pushing it right. And ASU won. The Sun Devils are 7-5. Yeah. and five. They finished second in the South. They beat the over-under. They beat their pick to be at the bottom yes, of the conference. they did. They uh, did, yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, it finishes, uh, oddly, I believe, with the exact same records as last year. I mean, 7-5, and five, I know, but weren't we 5-4 and four in, the, in the conference, or were we 6-3 and three last year in the conference? I think we were 6-3, and three, weren't we? Because we lost to San Diego State and Texas Tech. Yeah. Was Texas Tech on the road, so so second in the South, though um, you know one one game back of, of winning it, but uh, a, a satisfying you know seven and five. It's, look, it's always more satisfying when you finish with a win, and and especially in our case, as with most teams, when you get to finish with a win over your rival, and um, even more and, so when you finish with a win over your rival who is now not bowl eligible, right? <laughs> not bowl eligible on the road and in the fashion this happened. Let's be honest, this is. This is one for the books in this rivalry. And, and we've been I mean, on the wrong end of a few of those, too. I this mean, is, you know, this but is up there with the James Brooks blocking yes, it is. two kicks. I, was, uh, I mean, that was uh, as I screamed my head off running around my living room when the kick went wide. I was immediately taken back eight years to when I did the exact same thing in my previous apartment uh, when, when they missed that PAT and, and it, you know, we won that game. And that game felt a lot like this one in the sense of, we didn't really have much business winning it for most of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it felt like, I remember that game, you know, when Brock was making his first career start, I believe, or second. He had made that one start. The offense really struggled. They had foals and they had, a, you know, and it just felt like, uh, sort of to use that same metaphor, we were walking that tightrope the whole game. And somehow we won. And this was a game that was kind of the same way. Like, how, how did we win this game? I'm not sure. But at the end of 60 minutes, we had one more point than them. Just like we did in that one, I believe that was 34-33 or something like that. Um, the, the two games felt awfully similar, and they both ended, of course, with, with missed kicks. Uh, the defense struggled mightily to contain J.J. Taylor. Uh, yeah. Special teams struggled mightily to contain Shun Brown. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's a it, – and, and, you know, not to cut you off. I mean, it's a game where there is there are a whole lot of things to, to pick at. But when it's the last regular season game, you kind of think, eh, you know, I mean, are there things that you've got to, you know, get better at next year? Certainly. But, hey, we won this one, and so I'll take it. ASU. But you're right. <laughs> Not to get back to your point, I mean, there were plenty of things to, to criticize. And had we lost, 
we'd have been spending a lot more time on those. Yeah, I mean, look, ASU pulled off a massive, massive, massive comeback to win a game by one point in a game that they had no business being in. They scored 21 points through three quarters and 20 points in the fourth. That, you know, yes. that's amazing. It's an amazing yes. effort. The fact, you know what? Uh, give credit where it's due. I, I took a shot while we were texting at the the coaching and the lack of awareness on the uh, safety that Ben. Why did right. Ben go laterally instead of right. straight up? Uh, Herm or the assistants or whoever it was kept this team engaged the whole game. You know, yeah. there were a lot of times where they could have phoned it in and they didn't. I agree. I agree. I mean, and, 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 uh, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I have a couple things that it ran through my mind as the game ended in the last, you know, 20 minutes before we started talking was those two decisions to kick field goals, which again, I, I bet you, if you could, you know, if you go old takes exposed that, uh, you know, and you looked at some ASU fans, Twitter, I bet you could find a whole lot of social media coaches that were, you know, criticizing that. What are you doing? This is stupid. Well, sometimes being conservative is the right call. Not always, you know, but there's this there's this notion now in football that's being advanced more and more by the week that you should almost never kick, never kick an extra point, never kick a field goal, never punt. And, and you know, no one's gone to that extreme, but it feels like there's people pushing it. Sometimes it's okay to kick. Take the points. Uh, you know, those are points you might need later on. And this is certainly a game where you could, you know, if you want to advocate for the, you know, hey, it's okay to take points on the board. This is the game you could point to because they left two points on the board and we took six when, you know, many people probably would have said, you got to get a touchdown here. Well, no, field goal was okay and it kept us in the game. Yeah. Yeah. How, how about it, Herm? Oh, man, I mean, uh, uh, just a, a wild one, a wild one and, and quite a satisfying way to finish it out, obviously. Um, you know, I mean, it was, we were going to go to a bowl either way. And, but, uh, like I said, you know, seven and five always feels a little bit better than six and six. And especially, you know, when you can end with a win and, and a win in this fashion. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. This, this was not a, uh, you know, routine win. Well, that would have been nice, um, to pull this one out when you really had no business winning it. It almost feels even sweeter. Uh, a very nice moment on the sidelines between Chase Lucas and Nikhil Harry after the game. Um, you have to imagine these guys who've played together for seven seasons that this might be the last game they have together. True. So, True. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it'll be the last time we, we see I, Harry. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't think Harry play the plays bowl. the – I don't think he'll play the bowl. I agree with you. And I, I don't think he should. I mean, I, you know, I, I think, yeah, I said that to you last week when we talked. That, you know, if I – certainly if I was in his corner, his family, his advisor, whatever, I would, I would not – you know, I would discourage him from playing that game. Um, I mean, you know, it's a freak thing, and and I don't want to be that guy. But one needs only to look at what happened to Mackenzie Milton to think, yeah, there's just no need to put your health at risk in a game that means nothing, and it means nothing. Um, and look, it's a know, violent game, and it is. You know, it is. The, the, you know, the and, chances and, are you're, somebody could roll your knee. <laughs> Sure, you know, but but when you're when you're this close to the the millions of dollars that he's in line to get, uh, you know, he's not a sure thing first rounder, but definitely has a chance. 
you know, probably at the worst, he goes late first, early second, something like that. He's going to make a lot of money with a chance to make more money if he plays well in the NFL. Uh, you know, you, you've got to protect that investment and that investment is your body. Um, and I, yeah, I have no problem with it. You know, you and I have discussed this the last couple of years as guys have started doing this and have said, you know, well, if ASU had somebody in this position, what would you think? And I, I said I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah. Unless, you know, if we were playing in the Rose Bowl, I'd probably have a little bit of a problem with it. I'd probably be like, oh, you know, hey, don't you want to play for something on the line? But whatever game it is, it's not the Rose Bowl, and it's not the playoff. And so, I, yeah, I have no problem with him doing it if he does. Yeah. But right now, we can uh... – just bask in the bask territorial in the cup, returning Absolutely to Tempe, right. the first yep. the first road team victory in uh, five six Since years. Twenty twelve, yeah. right? Yeah, when we when we won down there. Also, the first time that. Uh We've won it in consecutive years since 12 and 13. Uh, so, yeah, very, very nice. Uh, very good feeling to to win it when it just, I mean, I said it, I've said it several times already, I know, but it sure didn't feel like through any points of this game we were going to win. Uh, it, was, it was not a game that was played with a confidence level as a fan, but at the end we had more points and that's all that matters. And, you know, like I said, we've been on the wrong end of these. I remember 09, not quite like this. I mean, we, we were outplayed most of that game, but then we took the lead late. We thought, oh, I guess we're going to win. And then Kyle Williams fumbles the punt return and, and we lose, and, you know. And, uh, and and so it's, you know, it's hard, but it's really sweet when you're on the right end of it. Yeah. Oh, well, if you if you like this sort of thing, relish in it because it happened. Yeah. And, and if you don't, hopefully you're like the Powells where at least your son does. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Yeah, yeah, it was uh, – it was a good good night, good day to be an ASU fan, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, now we'll we'll enjoy the the bowl practices, and you know, the good news is um, Khalil Tate does not have to mix in his Heisman acceptance with his bowl practices. He could just focus completely on writing his speech, like we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want him to be prepared for that, so that's fortunate for him. During the broadcast, which I'd be remiss if I didn't mention how terrible the broadcasters were especially in the first half confusing arizona and arizona State. yeah um, uh, like they always seem to do it's amazing but yeah but they suggested in the pregame you know when they were talking about things it's like you know Eno benjamin who's got a chance to be the leading rusher in the pac 12 this year and khalil tate who was a preseason heisman favorite that <laughs> the whole this is the last game of a whole season right the whole right. season happened in between yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's a uh, you know what that is. You know what that means. You're not a Heisman favorite anymore, and you weren't at any point after the season started when they lost to BYU. Uh, you know, and that that whole notion this week that emerged that boy Arizona's really good at home. Like, yeah, I mean they're better at home, but they lost to BYU at home, uh, and they lost to USC, who's not a great team. Um, I mean, you know, like, yeah, that's not overstate how good they are at home. And, uh, yeah, they played better at home, certainly, and, and certainly put up some points on us, but it wasn't quite enough, unfortunately, for them. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of stuff to be happy about. Um, there is. There is, yes. You know, and, you I know, encourage well, you to go to all, you know, search Herm Edwards' name on social media from, <laughs> you know, August, September. Yeah, uh, from yeah. last year when he got hired, really go back and but, find the you know preseason uh, hot seat list that put him on there before he ever coached a game, yeah. um, and 
And there were some, which was absurd because no matter how bad we were this year, he's not getting fired. Uh, I mean, you know, but, uh, yeah, seven and five, not too bad. Shut up a lot of people. And that look, there's gotta be more ahead. I haven't changed that at all. And in the glow of this moment, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is his crowning achievement and I'll be happy if he never does anything more because I will not, but seven and five for his first year is pretty okay with me. And, and does it need to get better? Yes. And I think it will. I, I, I feel good. That, that things are headed in the right direction uh, based in large part on, you know, what I saw this year. Things were a whole lot better than people forecasted. Well, and to his credit, in the postgame interview, apparently Herm said we've got a long way to go. Seven wins is okay. Uh, and that and I, it was I a missed opportunity right. because we didn't win the South and we should have. Absolutely right. Yes, yes. And that's that's correct. I mean, this is not anything that's worth, you know, having a parade for, but uh, – but it's it's good, and and uh, you know what it, it's it's always nice to beat Arizona. It's nice to have an over five hundred conference record. Um, you know, you beat a couple of, of ranked teams in the process this year. Played everybody close. You were never outclassed, and that's a positive. Now you got to start winning more of those games. Um, you know, you played nine one score games, and you won four of them. If you could flip that around to you know seven and two next year, or something along those lines, if you play that many all of a sudden you're a 10-win team and you had a pretty good year. So, you know, that's that's the progress that needs to be made and, you know, we'll we'll see. Obviously, only we can only get that answer with more time. But for now, it's, it's pretty good. Well, we'll be back to preview the bowl. We'll do our annual bowl pick ranking. Ben's terrible understanding of how college football bowl season goes. <laughs> Uh, podcast. We've also got plenty of basketball to talk about. Uh, Nevada yes, keeps yes. winning. Kansas keeps winning. And all of a sudden, those games are looming large for the I undefeated fighting early. I know. I know. The, the, the Jayhawks with a big win last night. Hopefully, they're going to come into Tempe undefeated, maybe number one in the country. Who knows? Um, I'm certainly rooting for that to be the case. And yeah, Nevada's undefeated too. So, a big game coming up in a couple weeks with them. Um, yeah, uh, you know, a good good weekend. We we talked after the Mississippi State game, but we haven't talked since the Utah State win. That was an impressive one. So, uh, yeah, very good stuff. Can't can't complain. Yep, yeah, ASU wound up winning its second uh, Las Vegas based holiday tournament in a row, and uh, it's becoming a tradition. I get. I guess uh, yeah, Bobby Hurley yeah. wants to stay at the Bellagio for the Pac-12 tournament this year. And they should. Uh, you know what? You know, it doesn't really matter, but if you believe it matters, do it. And, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I certainly think, you know, try to try to surround yourself with as many good things as possible, good memories, and hopefully uh, it'll pay off. But, yeah, pretty good start. Um, uh, one comment I'll make, um, I watched them more in the you know, last two games than I did the first three because they were on Pac-12. That Lou Dort kid, I mean, look at just look at him physically compared to a lot of the players that we've had over the years, and you you could see the change in this program, can't you? I mean, oh, yeah. he is, he's a full-grown man, you know, physically, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, we did not used to have bodies that look like that. Well, when you think about the, uh, the build of our starting, you know, one, two, three, Compared yeah. to last year, or even one, two, three, four, where we were playing Cody Justice, right. you know, right. power forward for much of his career. Um, 
it's, it's night and day. I mean, we you know, other than uh, other than Remy Martin, we're not trotting somebody out yeah. who's shorter than six four. I know. I mean, I I watched the game the game Wednesday night with my dad, and I don't think he had watched much of the team yet. Uh, you know, and and he made the comment that like you know this is like watching you know a Big Twelve team that has you know a bunch of guys that are all big and can can run and like. That is exactly the type of team I think this is supposed to be. Yes, it's it's nice. I mean, to see guys. I mean, I, I I saw him late in the game, you know, shooting a free throw, and I'm like, my God, this guy is this guy is full grown. Like, you know, he's the type of guy. I mean, and, and that doesn't mean he's a great player, although he looks to be pretty darn good. But just to see that, I'm like, wow, these are these are guys that you know we did not have uh, physical types like that before. Well, and it's also nice, you know, when we've got a Elias Boutman and a Euros Plavsic of, right. you know, these are projects. You know their projects. I know their projects. Right. Everyone knows their projects. It's nice to have another guy where it's like, oh, he's not a project. He's, right. you know, he can improve and there are things exactly. in his game that can get better. But but exactly. he is no he's no one's project. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, he is a guy who, who you know, does – you know, we've had a lot of guys where it's been like, well, give them, you know, two or three years in a college weight room and they might look like men. He looks like a man right now. Like, you know, he, he doesn't need the two or three years in a college weight room. I mean, he's going to hopefully have them, although I don't know if it'll be your two or three years. He's pretty good. Um, but, you know, he'll get bigger and stronger and fill out into his body probably even more. But wow. And I, I mean, I realize I, you know, I'm fawning over him here, but I, it was really notable when I, when I watched him like, oh my goodness, this guy is, he's loaded. And, and, and we have several guys like that, like Kamani Lawrence. And I mean, it's, it's not just him. Like, I mean, Zylan Cheatham is a, yes. is a physical freak as well. Yes. Uh, Tayshawn Cherry, you know, had, had his best game, you know, so far this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, guys who, who can run the floor, yeah. who can rebound, who can defend multiple positions? Uh, it's 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 wow! You know, I mean, you just look at it and think this does not resemble very many ASU basketball teams, just physically. Yeah. Um, well, and, you know, and they maybe, haven't they haven't gotten to the heights of you know James Harden's team, and you know they got a while to do that. But boy, uh, match up, you know, just man for man, they can match up with anybody we've seen in all of our years following this program. Now, I might be mistaken also on this, but does it feel to you after looking at the minutes and watching them play a couple games that Romello White has a has much better wind this year? That, yes. You know, yes, I would agree. It just seems like, you know, or maybe it's they're balancing him and Lake and they're timing the rotation better, but it just seems like yeah. we haven't had a game this year where, you know, at the end of a half, you know, it looks like White's ready to, I agree. you know, get I agree. into the locker yeah. room. Well, and, I, and I'll say this, Lake looks different too. Like Lake looks a little bit um, sleeker. You know, he just, he doesn't look like he lumbers around as much. Uh, you know, he, he looks like he's a different type of physical now than he used to be. Uh, well, I mean, it's just, yeah. Your point about him earlier uh, this year when we talked, I think has just become more and more obvious, which is he's got the... Um, the natural shot blocking instinct. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, he really does. You know, and and because of that, you you think that you know the ceiling is high. 
for the rest of this year for yeah. this team. Yeah, I uh, know. I agree. I mean, I, I think this team is coming into its own. I, you know, Rob Edwards is supposed to be back. Uh, I know he tweeted something out. I think, uh, you know, that he's, he's ready to come back. And... Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know how kids are. They tweet a picture of themselves with some caption and, you know, it sends a message to us. And I guess that message was he's coming back soon. Um, and so that's great. You know, that gives us another guy. Uh, we've, we've shot the ball better from the outside than I think many would have guessed um, free throw shooting is, needs to be more consistent. that's a concern certainly it is yeah yeah you know um and that needs to get better if you're gonna you know if you're gonna find yourself in the position that we have the last couple games where you're you're winning games against good teams late and you need to be able to put it away you have to get better at that and hopefully we will um but yeah i uh, you know i don't have too many complaints so far uh that's one i guess but there aren't many others ASU football is going to a bowl. ASU basketball is playing major, meaningful games in the non-conference in the next, you know, five weeks. Matt and I will be here to break it down for you, including in person after the Kansas basketball game. That's right. That's right. Uh, Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.